It is 16 minutes before the hour here on the Dread Large Radio Show. And uh, there was an article in yesterday's Union Leader. I'm sorry, the New Hampshire Sunday News. Regarding the resignation of Dr. Jennifer Dolliff, the city's director of special services. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to get into the details of what's here. But what I what I am going to say is there are bad things happening behind the scenes at the Manchester School District. And there is, in my never-to-be-humble opinion, as your ever-humble host, a concerted effort to undermine the superintendent of schools. And the fact that this article is in the newspaper which says that Dolliff um, is resigning as the special ed director following the receipt of a letter from Commissioner Edelblue over the city's failure to address items identified by the state back in April. The article says May, but it was brought to us in April, is a problem. Now, we went into a non-public session at last Monday night's meeting that lasted two hours and there were multiple uh, issues there. So it wasn't just on, um, wasn't just on special ed personnel related issues. And I can neither and will neither confirm nor deny that Dr. Dolliff was a subject of discussion uh, in that non-public session, but certainly there were discussions over personnel issues relative to the city's, failure to respond to what the state told it it needed to respond to back in April. And even though the letter we received in April and the letter we received just prior to going into that non-public session are in fact public documents, and I am free to talk about them as I see fit, I'm not going to because I know exactly what's going to happen and people are going to accuse me of abusing my a position as a school board member and uh, discussing non-public matters, blah, 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 which you in this audience know is not true. And so while I would I would like to get into it, um, I won't. Because the broader issue, the details of who did what, when, and who didn't do what, and all that fun stuff aside, the um, information that is being leaked by members of the school board to not just members of the media, but to the staff involved who are the subject of these non-public discussions is truly a disaster. You know, following that non-public meeting, my counterpart at large on the school board, Nancy Tessier sent out an email to every member of the board Addressed to Dr. Vargas, who, interesting enough, was not in the address chain of people that it got sent to, may have been intentional, may have been an oversight, wouldn't be the first time someone sent out an email uh, about Dr. Vargas that Dr. Vargas was not copied on, or even to Dr. Vargas that Dr. Vargas wasn't copied on. And uh, it would be safe to say that I have a differing recollection of the meeting than the one that she shared, 
And aside from the fact that after we did come out of the meeting, we did take a public action to authorize the superintendent to take any and all action necessary to correct the issue or the issues that had been brought to our attention in non-public session, which did involve staff members and their performance or lack thereof. Uh, Despite the fact that after sealing those minutes, which were done to protect the reputations of those involved, at-large school board member Nancy Tessier violated confidentiality by creating a public document, which I will not release. You're free to ask for it, but I will not release it. But more egregiously, she actually copied. She actually sent the, you know, the email to some members of the staff who were discussed in that non-public session, which is a flagrant violation of at least the right to know law and perhaps others. And so if you're a superintendent of schools and you're having personnel issues that you need the board to address, how do you address it? How do you have confidence in doing it if the school board you're bringing it to is leaking that information, giving that information to the staff members? You know, when we get to my answers and the answers of other people who are running uh, in Manchester's elections, I, we were asked, what's the biggest issue facing the city? My And what I said was the, the, the concerted effort to undermine Dr. Vargas as he tries to get this district into shape. This is not the first instance, and it won't be the last, until we fix the problem. And individual school board members, and Nancy Tessier is far from the only one, who are putting the district at risk so that they can try to harpoon a man that they don't want to have in that office. Because in shaking up the status quo and trying to realign what the district's doing, it's affecting their friends. um, Have got to be held to account. The question is, how do you do it? And to some degree, I'm a bit hamstrung in what I can say because of what's been discussed in non-pu- uh, non-public session and be- because it involves personnel. But there's a viciousness here. You know, and before and before the doors were closed on City Hall at midnight after our meeting ended, phone calls were going out. You know how I know that? I've heard from multiple sources, which I have been able to confirm, that... Um, the people involved in the discussion. <coughs> oh, I'm sick. I can't come to work today. Why is that? So what they're trying to do is make it look like Vargas is an awful tyrant guy who's running people out of the district. Now, I will say this. The people who have left. Goodbye. But somehow, someone needs to be held to account. <laughs> John in Manchester. My daughter Grace wants to know if your jaw hurts each after each show. She says it must after talking for three hours. <laughs> oh, 
tell 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 uh, Grace John, no, it doesn't. But thanks for asking. Now to make this even worse, the leak, and I I have a pretty strong, though I can't prove it, idea of how it got from one point to another. The leak made its way to David Scannell, who is a member who is running for school board in Manchester Ward Two. He's a former aide to Bob Baines. He's a former school district official who, when he wasn't spending time on taxpayer, uh, wasn't spending time at the taxpayer's expense as a state rep. And I say at the taxpayer's expense because when he was a state rep, he was also the district's public relations coordinator. Right. So he'd take three days a week and he'd go up to Concord, do his committee work, do the general session, and he'd work the other two days, which is probably a good thing for the city because, you know, he was known to use school district computers and email lists and whatnot to lobby teachers on political uh, political items, not the least of which was the contract that ultimately led to his layoff. Because after he was more or less kind of, um, I want to say the scrutiny brought to his activities by former Mayor Ginta were a reason why he decided to leave. So they made him a teacher after they created the position for him after Baines lost the race to Ginta. And then he got laid off a couple of years later <laughs> by uh, the you know by the contract that he was pushing teachers using school district materials to uh, advocate for. Right. So there you go. So he posts this thing on his Facebook page. That was wildly inappropriate. And showed, by the way, that he doesn't give a damn about anything other than self-promotion. I've received numerous calls from parents and teachers concerned about reports of a major shakeup in the district's administrative offices that could imperil the operation of our schools and compromise, especially in the area of special education student success. These reports appear to be true. The superintendent must address these concerns immediately. Well, okay, so he's posting this on September 14th, which is what? A Thursday. We took our actions on Monday. They started to leak out on Tuesday. Wednesday, I believe it was, Nancy Tessier's email goes out, and suddenly now numerous parents and teachers are concerned about reports of a major shakeup. Really? Well, if that's true, how did numerous parents and teachers become aware of it? Who's telling who what? He says the superintendent must address these concerns immediately. Now, David, aside from being a former spokesman for the state Democratic Party. I'm told is also an attorney. He knows the superintendent cannot publicly discuss personnel matters. So what kind of so. What's happening here, believe it or not, folks, is an orchestrated political assassination attempt on the character and superintendency of Dr. Bohan Vargas. And this is not a little issue. It is something that and and there are others out there who have done similar things. But this is by far the most egregious. And is he doing this for political advantage? Is he doing this because he thinks he has an issue that he can rally people around? Or is he doing this because he's part of that cabal that wants Vargas out? 
But if school board members are going, I mean, it, it, it's right in the Manchester City Charter. You are not allowed to disclose non-public information. Even I, who have at times disagreed that things should be discussed in non-public, have never violated a board vote to release any non-public information to anyone, anywhere, at any time. Even when I've disagreed that it should be non-public. And sometimes my disagreements in non-public have caused the conversations to stop or be made public. But it is a real thing. So if you're concerned about the direction of Manchester City Schools and you believe that Dr. Vargas is appropriately highlighting areas of concern and addressing them, then you need to uh, let your political folks know that they need to stop the games, do their jobs, follow the law, and spend their time trying to fix what's wrong with the Manchester School District rather than trying to kill the guy who's leading the way to fix it. This is Gerard at Large. 